Hey everyone, welcome to part two of our conversation with uh, some guys from the Pitbull store here in Arizona. We're continuing that conversation. We got Edwin, who is a show and obedience dog trainer. He's the best in the West as far as show and confirmation for your for your bullies, American bullies, pit bulls, whatever. Um, Tell, who is the owner of the Pitbull store, and uh, Nathan, who works there. He's also a dog man. He's got Connie Corso's beautiful boy I just met the other day. So yeah, we're going to be talking about hunting uh, toads here in Arizona, becoming balanced with our dogs. And this one, I decided to keep all edits out of this episode because we're going to address some raw emotions, how we, how we are with our dogs, how we interact with our dogs, and how we strive uh, to help help our dogs become the best they can be, as well as ourselves. So enjoy. This is part two. We're going to do this every month. Uh, this Saturday, March 5th, coming up, Pitbull Store, Mesa, Arizona, uh, weight pool competition. We're going to have booths there, vendors. It's going to be out of this world. It's going to be a good time. So come through, check us out, say hi. I'm going to be there. Come through. It's going to be a good time. Weight pool competition sanction event back in Arizona. If you have a dog that likes to pull you on a leash or harness or whatever, come out. We'll help you out. We'll see if they if, if they want to pull. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be a professional or a champion. Uh, there are going to be some champions there, champion dogs and human teams. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a lot of fun. March 5th, this Saturday, 10 a.m. Peace. First of all, I just met him. Second of all, he just got to a calm state of mind near me, which I'm brand new to him. I knew know him for an hour, and now I might have got him excited when I just got him to a place where he's calm, right? So I just use praise sparingly. When do I praise my dog? When it's worthy of celebration. Like to me, teaching a dog to sit, you're walking him. That's like that's like so. Me and my brother growing up, his job was to clear the table. My job was to do the dishes. Every time we did that, our parents didn't come and be like, good job, you guys. It's an expectation. Like, it's an expectation, you know? Like, uh, so if my dog does sit, I might be like, hey, just relax. Thank you. Like, I'm going to say that to him. Like, I'm going to acknowledge this. Like, I'm going to say thank you to anybody. Like, someone opened the door for me. Thank you. Thank you for sitting. You know, that's an expectation. Now, if, if like, if I'm working dogs on, on, on chains or we're pulling or I'm having dog like jump up on stuff, balance. We're overcoming something challenging together. Uh, or maybe maybe I have a fearful dog and they're like, I take them over a storm grate, say, and they're like, what the fuck is that? We we take our time and I get them through that that fear. I'm celebrating the shit out of that when they do it. Because that's, that's beyond expectation. That's beyond just like everyday behavior. Like you overcame, we did it together. Let's celebrate five seconds, six seconds, and then let's do it again. And then I'm gonna celebrate again. And then after a while, I'm not celebrating anymore because that becomes normal. You know, I mean? <laughs> you know? it's go, just go toad hunting in Tonopah. Yeah, did you? Did no, you, I wouldn't did do you, that. Hey, it's supposed to rain tomorrow. I told Amy that. I told Amy that. <laughs> what you said? Wait, you got you got you got to recap. You got to re- recap this. It's okay. A, <laughs> so see now, now sure you know how to now you know how to do it. So she praise it. I have a dog, and the dog almost. I don't think that they'll die. But I yeah, because she wasn't here. <laughs> so, okay, you weren't here. So I have a dog that loves... She heard about it. <laughs> ...to fuck with toads. And the toads release a, a psychedelic, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. which can ultimately kill the dog. 
but I think my dog's addicted to it because she keeps going after them. <laughs> so I'm telling, I'm talking to him about this, and, and I'm like, you know, this fucking problem, blah, blah, blah. And, and he says to me, he goes, well, why don't you put her on a leash, take her outside, have her help you find the toes, and then I get rid of them, and then I reward her. So she still gets that reward, so she's still, and it's fucking mind-blowing, <laughs> because I tell Amy this when I get home, and she's like, what are we doing with our lives? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it just makes complete sense, yeah. because she wants to do it, let's use that. Yeah. It's, it's, that's dog and human working together. Yeah, it's fucking that's the, that's, that's the synergy canine. Synergy means two entities coming together to achieve something that they can't do separate. Like, it's two or more entities coming together to achieve something greater than they could on their own. Like, you couldn't go out there and kill toads on your own. You'd be out there like, I, I could, but I look like walking. <laughs> yeah, you take know, like, boots yeah. on, yeah, dude. machete, flashlight. It's terrible. And, and she's gonna get herself into trouble going out there. Yeah. So you guys now can accomplish something that Together. you can't do by yourself and have fun. Like, and have fun. Fun. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, that's and yeah. it was what's what's funny about that. Like, it's funny because I, I mean, I have I have self doubt like everybody, and and when you when you describe your situation, like before you even finished it, I was already like. It was just you. so like, boom, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's, to me, it was like, <laughs> it's, <all this stuff. laughs> but it's so simple for you to say that, and it, and it just blew me away because I'm like, why the fuck am I not doing something? What's, yeah. what's funny about that is we were literally watching hog hunting videos, mm -hmm. and hog rhymes with frog. And we're literally watching dogs it's right hunt there. hogs. It's, right there. <laughs> it's like the dog on a leash. The other dogs go and they they corner the hog and then he lets him go and get it. I'm like, and then the and then the, the hunter come up. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck are we doing with this? Like, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so I started looking on Amazon for frog killers. And I was like, yeah. What are they called? Frog gig. So I used, we used to have them in, in California. We go kill bullfrogs at night. Like it's just a long stick with like prongs on yeah, it. Yeah, just, just kill, kill it's it. It's like a mini pitchfork. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's like it's got multiple. Got, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna see Tom like with the satchel, straight <laughs> <laughs> on shirt, kink, 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 kink. But you know what? You know what? You know what? The the thing that makes me most happy about, about 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 like making you aware of that and you you doing that and being excited about it is like I know. Like there's a the relationship between you and you and her yeah. is just gonna be that much better. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I get goosebumps. Like, that's it, like, I literally dope. got goosebumps because that's that's so cool. Like, I wish I want that for everybody mm -hmm. that has a dog out there. Like, find something to do with your dog that like you do together. You well, know? just that one sentence or that one phrase that you told me will ultimately, in a sense, just make her happier because yeah. now it won't be disciplining her or trying to get her away now we're going to encourage her to do the same right. thing so she'll be happier like in the long run she's and, fulfilled and something we live by well, is quality of life her quality of life would be yeah, so now much she better fucking be, she, she's actually she's really bully but mm -hmm. she has I think some of the highest prey drive of all my dogs Dang. which doesn't make sense to me yeah. because she's super bully but she's got fucking high prey drive Dang. use it I mean yeah. that's yeah. I just that's why I just I just posted on my on my story like doing third pole pressing like I, I don't ever. If someone says I don't want them to chase this, I don't want. I'm not gonna suppress any dog's drive. Like mm -hmm. we can use it. I'm gonna. A dog has a drive. Like so, this dog today that I did the console for, at, towards the end, she's like he, he, he like he plays tug of war, and I just read that he's not. That tug of war makes the dog dig, and I was like, 
I'm like, did you? She's like, I googled it. I said like, Google, I'm like, I'm like, that's <laughs> a first. I've never heard tug of war correlated with digging behavior. But I was like, no, I, a dog that, that naturally wants to play tug of war. I said, we'll use that. That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful for the two of you to start creating a relationship. Gives him an outlet. Like, that's great, you know. And so tug of war doesn't make dogs aggressive. It don't make them want to bite. Like all these things that people try to say, but it doesn't make them dig. <laughs> <laughs> like I've never, I've never heard that. I was like, I mean, if it's on the internet, it must be true. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I want for everybody is I have a relationship where you find what your dog likes to do and do it with them and enjoy it. Like you know, don't don't shy away from it and don't think it's a bad thing. Harness it, use it, and use it to build a relationship and have fun. It's like it doesn't have to be serious. We should have fun with our dogs. Would you say all dogs have a job? All dogs have a job. All dogs. All dogs. Because uh, people need to hear that. All dogs. All like, dogs have a job. Yeah. All dogs have an aptitude for. All dogs are athletes, first of all. Yeah. I don't care what kind of dog it is. It's an athlete. You know, like people say, like, okay, well, what about a a, a bulldog, right? It's, <laughs> you should see this English bulldog. Yeah. It's, it's, it's still it's still an athlete. You look at the Olympics, like look at look at like shot putters, like they some big yeah. bone people, like. They, they, you look at them like you're not in shape, but they can throw that ball <laughs> like a mother. Like that's their sport. You know, a bulldog's not going to go out and run a marathon, but they still. But you see the one that did agility? A bulldog? Yeah, bulldog is fast as shit. No shit. Too. <laughs> Dang. I gotta find dude, the yeah. Dude, bulldogs yeah, can move. Bulldog, yeah. Dude, bulldogs can move from from here to to there. Yeah, they fast as shit. It was a bulldog. Doing agility, class of shit. That's like, dope. English bulldog. Yes, like AKC. That's agility. dope. I gotta find the video. Oh, see, every every dog, every dog out there, athlete. I always maintain that. It's just a matter of finding what they're good they at. They just sped up the speed you know? of the video. <laughs> find what they're good at, <laughs> and they do it with them. Camo's super, super lazy. He's super chill. Flirt pool, fucking loves that yeah. thing. Loves it. Yeah. That's that's it. Like. That's it. I'll bring him here and people will come in and want to see him and he'll just look at him. He wouldn't even get up. Like, <laughs> you get the flip out. Yeah. Well, that's that's his thing. That's his thing. And I, I, I don't understand why because, I mean, he doesn't chase anything out in the yard. Yeah. No. And see, like with my corso, anything gets him going. I can pick up a ball. <laughs> he's ready to go. Purple, he's ready to go. I pick up his prong collar and he's jumping all over me ready to go. <laughs> nice. I can't find anything that doesn't excite him. Yeah. That's good. I mean, he he likes doing. That's he's got a high yeah. drive. That's fun, you know. For for most dog people like we are, like that's fun. Like we yeah. love that. Like, that's great, you know. Like uh, but yeah. Yeah, okay. He's got one of the soccer balls that we carry and I'll sit out there and I'll throw the soccer ball across the yard. He'll <laughs> yeah. go get it, bring it back to me, want me to nice. throw it again. And if I don't, he'll sit there, hold it in his mouth, and just hit me with the soccer ball. <laughs> like, Come on, man. Come yeah. on. Are you looking for that video? Yeah. You're not going to find it, dude. dude it's I'm not real. It's not. It was. Look, it's fake Rudy, news. The, the Bulldog crushed 2019 WKC Masters Agility. Dang. It just won't play the video. What's WKC? Oh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of that one. <laughs> but it's an English Bulldog. It was like all over the damn Facebook. Dude, let me find this down. So there's a van. Uh, so the wait pool, how many dogs going to be there? Full in, do you think? I yeah, think a lot. There, okay, so there's there a lady a up in North Phoenix. <coughs> she does wait pool every Monday night. Really? Yeah. Oh. RJ something. 
she does. I'll, I'll look later and, and yeah. shoot it too if you find if I find it. But she does weight pool every Monday night. She says she's packed. Dang. She's gonna come out there and I think she said like 10, 15 dogs maybe. Hey, that's cool. A lot of people. For, I think it'll be, it'll be a lot of just working dogs, which is gonna be. We're not gonna. See, I mean, you don't see it that much. Oh. So I'm super excited about yeah. it. Yeah, um, that's gonna be cool. I'm probably. I don't know if I'll get that other dog in. But I'll probably just hang out and watch it. You're gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna try to put this this Raven. Raven uh, you know, I have a I have a booth there, uh, but I'm gonna try to get Raven in it. Like yes. she, I put a harness on her for the first time and she pulled. She, I mean, she look pulled how that. Fast his she pulled a fifty pound sled. Little motherfucker goes. For real, for real. Oh, look at that dog. Look, Dang. look, 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 dude. This motherfucker takes off. Dang. Look. Oh. Every dog has a job. Man. <laughs> Hey, don't judge a book by its cover. That dog getting Dude, it. Look, taking off. Hey, anyone listening right now? We're watching this bulldog do agility. He's killing it. Dude, <laughs> I mean, this Dude, like you go to the beginning of that video. It did not look like the dog. <laughs> no, dude, that dog. That dog. <laughs> he's like in the beginning. He, he, dude, he's, that he's just shit like, was all over. He's just sitting you. there all like. Mm. See. He's just all chill like bulldog. Right like, Every dog has a job. <coughs> Man, I don't care what you say. Man. That's dope. It's fast. <laughs> That's crazy. Dude, Whoa. it's super in, bad. In and out. Man. Dude, I would have been winded as fuck though. Man, that six point six three seconds. Dude, I mean, that dog yeah, killed it. Look that's at the no, beginning. He, the dog he, did he, not he look like no, this guy. In the begin in the beginning, he just sitting there like in the beginning he's laying laying down. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah. And then he just like no, but um, uh, the last time they did a, a weight pool, they had a lot of dogs. Yeah. I had a lot of dogs. That's cool. That's cool. Like, this whole I mean, there was a there. lot, but, I mean, I think there'll be way more. That dog doesn't look like it's going to be fast. No, he, no, he just like... He looked like he waiting for a snack <laughs> or something. <right? laughs> this is crazy. I'm surprised. Right. Hey, so anyone listening, uh, weight pool competition at the Pitbull store in Mesa on uh, Mesa Drive in Southern, Saturday, March 5th, right? Yeah. What time is it starting? 10? Yeah, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. And then I know that um, for the Cinco show, which is like an XL, bigger, bigger oh, dog yeah. show, that's in May. We were talking about the other day on Sunday, um, there is going to be a weight pool there, too. Oh, nice. Um, and we we might have something to do with it. I don't know. Right. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. It's in California, but... Um, That'd be cool. It'll be bigger dogs. I don't yeah. know if those dogs will have the drive that a lot of the working yeah. terrier dogs have. Yeah. But, I mean, they'll have the strength. Yeah, I definitely got the strength. But if anybody listening, like, weight pull is not just for, for you know, pit bulls and, and bully breeds and stuff. I mean, you think about, like, there's Malamutes hold a lot of world records for weight pull. Like, Car- they call it carding, right? Carding, carding. but I mean, people enter Malamutes in weight pull. I mean, they're pulling 4,000 pounds. Like, well, we do that in Washington. Yeah. Up in Washington State, yep. uh, most of the weight pull up there was Huskies. Huskies and Malamutes. Yeah, most of them. Yep. So it's not just any dog that might might want to pull. If you're interested in it, come out, check it out. It's going to be super cool. I know we're all very, very excited about it. Um, y'all very can excited. get details on the website, um, thepitbullstore.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. All the details are on there. Address, time. And the dog doesn't even have to be registered with UPF. You can register yeah. it right there. Yeah. Which is so, so even if you're interested, amateur, you want to see what it's about, come check it out and bring your dog. Try it. Throw a harness on. Or just come hang out. Just come hang out. <laughs> I mean, I have I have a dog that I've had now for four or five months. 
She's never pulled before. I put her on a harness the other day. She pulled a 50 pound sled. I'm gonna throw her on there. If she, if it's too much, the environment's too much for her, she's not gonna pull. All right, no problem. We tried it. We can work on it because I know she has the aptitude <coughs> to pull. But this is the opportunity. Let me see what she could do. Even if it's just the cart, you know, it's not about winning. It's just about doing something really fun with your dog that they, they might have aptitude for. Explore it. You know, that's what it's about. I think that's I think. bonding. I think a lot of what you said earlier about like we buy shit for our dogs and think that they're gonna be happy. Yeah, like, that's not what's gonna. I was so, I was so happy when I when I got that harness, that custom harness, because that's that's one of the things I had actually before, before I went away, I ordered two custom harnesses, and um, obviously I didn't get them because I was in prison. But so that was one of my like bucket list items. And when I got the harness, like that's what I buy my dogs. Like this is something we're gonna do together. Like I was so so excited when that harness came and custom harness with my company colors and like threw it on the dogs, and now I, I love it. Like. I get as excited when I know I'm going to do it as they do, and, and it's it's just a cool thing. So if you're going to buy your dog stuff, buy them cool stuff, fancy stuff. I mean, my dog's got Gucci collars from the Pitbull store. They got gold chains from they like I got one of every color. You do, but I also but I also I also buy them. You know, I also spend a hundred dollars on tug toys. I'll spend a hundred dollars on weight pull harnesses. You know, yeah. all these things too, <clears throat> so we can work and do stuff that they want to do. You know. Or a 30-pack of Guinnesses. 30, you know, a 30-pack of Guinness. <laughs> you just fill the bathtub up. Dude, you got to you gotta take a video. Like, just put a Guinness in the bathtub. What does the it do for them again? It shines their coat or something? Yeah, the yeast and the beer. And yeah. There's a, what is it, like Kobe beef or Wagyu, like in Japan? Like, they, they rub beer on, on the beef before, like, mm -hmm. while they're getting, before they really? get slaughtered and stuff. Yeah, they massage them with, like, milk and Before they slaughter it? beer, yeah. Like oh, like like it. like almost like every like every like I don't know every day or, but like, like this is before like as they're growing and stuff they they rub them down with beer and that's milk and like all other stuff yeah <laughs> that's why that's why that that's why that beef's so expensive like they getting rubbed down with beer. <laughs> so weird. I should charge you extra. I should charge you extra for your dogs. Now. <laughs> you buy the thirty pack. I don't even drink light work. Bushlight. Bushlight. He's gonna go down to Mexico with some uh, tecate. Right? For real. Bushlight. Little Keystone. keystone uh, you know, lights. if you're gonna massage your dog with Bushlight, you're gonna get Bushlight results. You can at least post that, like, coming. No, that's awesome. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I figure, like, I mean, I'll sit here and talk dogs all day. I know you guys will. Like, we all have yeah. different, 
different views and, and different questions. I, mean, and, I like you know. to learn because I, I, I think education is one of the biggest fucking things. And so many people reach out to us for Dude, knowledge. Yeah. It's everything. We don't have every answer there is, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and it's just but so many people are the resource. Yeah, I mean, which is, which is awesome. I remember like, I mean, years and years ago when I first heard about Pitbull Star, it came down like it was a whole different game like before you guys was, was with it. And, like, that's cool, but then when like you started before I went away, and then like the past past two three years, I'm like now now you guys are the source, and I'm like yes, yeah, it's awesome. It's nice to have a resource. It's nice to have dog people like, and I can send people like, hey, go get his food here, go talk to them, go get this here for them. You know, that, like, that's also the same way for us too. Like yeah, like if if somebody comes in and their dog needs help, it's nice knowing somebody that we can that we know or trust yeah. that we yeah. can be like, hey, reach out to Tim over yep. here. Yeah. And that's, that's key. That's yeah. key because, you know, I, well, I told you, I don't do bite. bite I'm like, no aggressive. Uh, and that makes us look stupid. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because a lot of people You're do reach out to us. Yeah, for and, real. Yeah. And that, that's one of the things that we strive for is like, let me point you in the right direction. Yeah. Let me find you. Like, yeah. like, here's why you shouldn't breed it. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> this is why you do Yeah. You know, right. this, you know that's, that's, that's whatever, like, whatever. Yeah, that's the education. This is why you shower your dog with beer and eggs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Dude, I do it. That's so awesome. But no, I mean, it, it's a, I mean, it's about it's about helping the people and helping the dogs. And like people struggle with their dogs, like you know they don't know, and like yeah, they come here for the resource, and you know same thing. Like they'll ask me, okay, just tell me what to feed them, tell me what to get them, and I'll get it. Like okay, this is what you feed them. Go here, get this. Like boom, you know. So yeah. I think that's right though, like a, a boarding or a training facility, they've got this big old land spot where a dog can be a dog, kind of in a sense, mm-hmm. but then the dog goes back to reality and it's not it's, that it's way. It's not that way. It's like, yeah, it's easy if you got land, yeah, a dog's gonna thrive, that's easy. Like, it's pretty much hands off, but like, how how do you create that in an urban setting? Yeah, it's You know, like, and most people live in a, maybe you don't live in, in, in a high rise in the middle of downtown Phoenix, but you live in a neighborhood, Maybe you got a you got a smaller backyard and you got a neighborhood and what do you do when you work you know eight to ten hours a day? How do you provide for your dog? Like, you know, and it's yeah you don't and some so I think a, a lot of times like you know, I'm dripping soda everywhere. Uh, oh, I don't care. I think Dude, I, I think last, I think a lot of a lot of, yeah. a lot of times people people get so overwhelmed like like when like you ask like I got six dogs how do you do that like we get overwhelmed and so sometimes people just don't do anything. You know I say that a lot where they're like. There's so much information out there too, where they're on YouTube find, trying to find answers, they're on Instagram trying to find answers, they're on Google trying to find answers, and, and they just get they get overwhelmed and then they end up not doing, doing anything. Yeah, it's 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 literally a, a, a paralysis by analysis. Like they're they're doing so much analyzing that they yeah. just freeze. And that's, that's a fall like, actually. Yeah. And, and like in work evaluation, yeah. if you're way too detailed or you analyze like that, yeah. that's a fault because yeah. you're too slow, you don't do enough. Yep, you don't just do instead of, that's why I said just, it doesn't have to be every single thing every single day. I don't do every single thing for my dogs that they want to do or that they need to do every day, but overall when you look at a week or a month, they're getting everything in balance, you know, like they're getting what they need. So it's just do one thing, you know, do one thing a day. Doesn't need to be big, 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> feeding, Re- realistically, yeah. I just mean, feeding. Change the They're way you feed your day. dog. Because you have to feed your dog no matter what. Yeah. So work on how you feed your dog, change how you feed your dog, 
and your relationship right from that will start to change. Do you ever fast your dog? Yes. Yeah. Yes. See? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I'm a big, so like. I do it like once a week. Once yeah. A week, I've, uh, I've sort of I generally, I haven't fasted for, for a minute, um, kind of because her dog, we're trying to put some weight back on him, and he is now, but I normally would fast once a week, and I'll get back to it pretty soon. But I'm a, I'm a fan of fasting for myself, intermittent fasting from time to time. It just, it helps their digestive system reset, and, and just like. It, You've already proven to me. They, they get, they get, they get <laughs> and it gets, in, it gets inflamed. Well, not just know? that. It's just customers come in here and then my dog is getting bored of the food. Well, you should try this. Well, they gotta eat. Just no, try. No, no. Just, just try. That, and and that goes back to the education. Like people, uh, I'll ask people like, some people I'll ask like, do dogs need carbohydrates? The answer is no. Like dogs' bodies, first of all, they don't have uh, the enzyme in their saliva to break down carbohydrate. Humans do. Like, as soon as we eat a cracker, it starts breaking down in our mouth. That's why it gets, like, mushy. Dog Dogs don't have that. Dogs, <laughs> true. dogs process, their bodies process fat and protein for energy much, much more easily than humans do. Our primary source of energy is carbohydrate. Like, our body just searches for carbohydrate. It, that's why it's hard for us to lose fat, because unless we're giving our body, because we're giving our body carbohydrate. Dogs don't need carbohydrate. Out in the wild, dogs aren't digging up potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> you feel know I me? Mean? Like they're just not. Like they eat. Unless they play tug of war. They're 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 <laughs> like they're eating animals. <laughs> like they're eating animals. Like they're not. They're not like listen today. I'm just gonna have a. I'm gonna have a little bit of some lentils and some peas. You know, uh, I'm not gonna have a whole lot of rabbit today. Just some peas and lentils and maybe a nice potato. No, dogs ain't doing that in a while. <laughs> you know, like they, they ain't making a stew and I'm mashing up potatoes. But uh, you know, so like, so yeah, like diet wise, like I'm big with nutrition. I fasting is good for them. Uh, when I used to feed raw, I just fed raw. I supplemented with kibble, like uh, Origin, but. Mostly it was just raw. I didn't give them blueberries and none of, none of that stuff. Like my dogs were super. They don't pe- fucking eat people it. Would, people would people would pet my dogs. Anyways. They get down and pet my dogs and they'd be like, "Oh my god, like, oh he's so soft. Like he, he smells so good. When's the last time he had a bath?" And I'm like, two years. <laughs> you yeah. know, diet. I didn't bathe lawyer for damn near a year and he was soft as shit. Yeah, like he eats raw. He eats raw. It's all about, it's about nutrition, you know. And dogs that uh, like have have diarrhea and stuff. Like some people will try to give them, you know, Metro and stuff to stop it. Like, I stop their food first of all. Like, yeah. if you got if a dog got diarrhea, I'm stopping their food. Let's see if it, and then I'm gonna introduce food back in. If it continues, it's time to go to the vet. Like that's that's the body saying like something's not right. See, I don't like vomiting. You know, yeah, vomiting. Yeah, vomiting's bad too. Yeah, it's bad, bad too. Yeah. I just don't so if a dog if a dog doing those things, I'm gonna limit the food. And if they're still vomiting. Without food intake, there's something going on, you know. Been there. Yeah, there's something going on. Like, they could have a blockage, they could have a bug, something going on. But I want to eliminate the possibility of food, either stopping them up or causing a reaction or something. You uh, you know, know, have you seen our black dog lawyer? Yeah. yeah. He had a blockage. Damn. Yeah, his fucking. I think he lost like 15 fucking pounds. Like, he five hour surgery, they cut out this much of his intestine. So he just gets raw now. I don't really fast him because he he doesn't process the food as much. Yeah. He's missing some. He's missing a lot of intestine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, just bad. That's crazy. Yeah, a lot of dogs out there get blockages, and like, I'm gonna stop food. First sign of like diarrhea, I'm stopping their food. First sign like vomiting repeatedly, like 
cutting your food. Yeah. Let's see. Because let me see if that clears it up, if your body just need, is inflamed inside. And then I'll fast you for 24, 36, and then reintroduce a little bit of food, see how that goes. Normally that'll clear it up. And if it doesn't, now I know there's something else going on. A lot of, like, with lawyers going through that and getting a blockage, that's even changed the way I talk to people about toys because I'm like, yep. I don't feed this, I don't give them this, I don't give them yep. this. Yeah. Because For sure. It could happen to him, it could happen to anybody. For sure. I mean, yeah, a dog can die real quick with, with blockages. And at the very least, it's a super expensive surgery. No, it's like nine grand. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, and I just, I always tell people too, like, you know, uh, like my clients with, with the two dogs I'm working with out in Avondale, like I told them, because one of the dogs was eating toys and she came over to my house and vomited up like all sorts of toy stuff. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that's not good. Like, so I told them, pick all the toys up. Like, everything. They, everything. Pick them up. Like, your dogs don't get toys anymore. They're, she's eating them. Like, we can reintroduce. For me and toys, like with dogs, my dogs have toys, but they're our toys. They come out off the fridge, off the refrigerator. And it's game time. It's us playing. Like my dogs don't entertain themselves. They, they, they're calm. They're relaxed. If we're out, if we're out, they're hanging out on the couch or on the floor. If we want to play, if I want to play with them, we get a toy down. Like otherwise, they come and just chilling. You know. So I don't want them to be eating. Plus, they get bored of the toys. They get bored of the toys. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want them getting used to just tearing stuff up and eating stuff. Like. Because especially even like toys with like uh, that like filler and stuff that can that's that's, that stuff's bad, and that stuff won't sometimes won't show up on X-rays. It just gets blocked up in there. Lawyer had a uh, it was a little rope that he got from my puppy. Yeah, and, and it was like this big, but fucking it was terrible. Yeah, I, the dog I have now, my long-term project, he uh, tore up a tennis ball, and so like eight. Uh, couldn't find out later, ate half of it. And he was real lethargic. This was when he was at, a, at board train. He ate, he was real lethargic all of a sudden and like weird. So took him to the vet and he had emergency surgery and it was half the tennis ball. He ate that tennis ball two months prior. <laughs> but all the activity like with, with me working him and stuff, like he's, I have photos of him jumping, me catching him, like working him, running. It, kicked it into his small into his intestines and blocked him up so, so it was just sitting in his stomach, in stomach the whole for two months because because we asked his dad like hey uh he's like and when they got the tennis ball out he's like oh he's like i remember a couple months ago he tore up a tennis ball and we wondered where the rest of it went Jeez. <laughs> yeah like half the tennis ball like dude it was all the all the green stuff was off it was just the rubber part and like Oh. Two months and then all of a sudden just kicked in. Boop, got in his, and I'm surprised it was there for so fucking long. Crazy, but he wasn't super active, you know. So like, it just hung out. It just hung out in there, and then all the activity and everything kicked it in there. Dude, after I, after Laura had that surgery, he was on like, cause the, what is it called? Dis I can't remember the word. Decess or descent? Was it distended? Dis yeah. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah, something like that. Where the stomach's like. Well, where it doesn't, the sutures don't hold, oh, and yeah. it busts open. Oh. So then the, the dog damn near dies. Yeah. So he was in a crate for like two, three weeks, all yeah. the time. Yeah. And so I'd have to feed him. Well, I learned that he ate better, he ate wet food better off a paper plate than he did out of the bowl. So I was like, okay, fuck it, I'm gonna feed him on a paper plate. Mind you, this was a couple days after the Literally like two days after. Yeah. So I put a paper plate in there with the food, hop in the shower, get out, 
fucking plate's gone. I'm like, oh, no. No, 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 Oh, damn. I call Amy, I'm like, Shit. I think you fucking ate the plate. Like, uh, and it's like, oh, ran to the no. vet, and hydrogen peroxide, he threw it up. Yeah. But I'm like, you fucker, why'd you eat the plate? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Dude. And I told Amy, I'm like, I'm 99% sure I gave him a plate. Like, oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, no, I got, I, we got like six bottles of hydrogen peroxide all uh, uh, at the house. So anyone listening, if your dog eats some, you're not sure if they ate some. <laughs> Fun fact. I, it's, it saved their life and saved you uh, an emergency vet bill. Hydrogen peroxide down their throat, they'll pretty much throw up everything they've eaten in the past two days. Yeah, that was a $300 paper plate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much oh, you were mad. <laughs> so yeah, hydrogen peroxide, dump it down there, dump, dump more than you think you need. And they will throw it up within <laughs> within 10, 15 minutes. Terrible. Like it's coming up. So I didn't know that though. That's I did yeah. not know that. I learned something. Yeah. Well, salt will work. Things. Salt will work too. Table salt. Really? Mm-hmm. really? Yep. Table, table it's salt. sometimes harder to get down there, but uh, table salt will work too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> holding the salt down their throat. You should give mayhem hydroperoxide. Dude, the other day, um, you want um, mayhem? I must. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But yeah, dude, my dog was crazy. I didn't know that. I, could, I guess I could have used that too. I didn't think about that either when I was talking to you. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we're good. You have a YouTube channel, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah should we should do this. Yeah, and I'm better environment. Batteries. Well, it's, it makes it more realistic. It we're literally realistic, chilling. Like, we're I mean, literally chilling by the campfire. I mean, that, that, that's the thing. Like, that's a, I think that's one of the things like that makes me makes me different, and I try to hold true. Is like I'm I'm real. Like I tell yeah, people how is it is. Real. Like I'm bullshitting. Like I I'm I'm not sugarcoating stuff for people. Like this is me. Take it or leave it. Like I can help you with your dog. Like no one else out there can. Like this is me. Ten like, feet you know? tall, two hundred pounds, solid muscle. Take it or leave it. But I just shoot you straight. Like yeah, I train dogs out of my house right now. Like this is what I want to do eventually. But here I am. Like I mean, but it's, it's like it's genuine. like genuine. Yeah, it's genuine. Real. Yeah, it's real. Like you don't get that nowadays. From no, people. like I'm not trying to be out there and like just do stuff for social media for the images and for the likes and the follows like this is me like i love i love this environment like like i know no one can see right now but like we we're in the back warehouse <laughs> at the pitbull store like there's pallets there's dog stuff there's their inventory like we're sitting on plastic chairs and drinking we're, drinking fanta like this, this you is know, real there's, there's a career. there's a baby crib behind us like that's my daughter's it's real like yeah, this is like and we're just talking about dogs and, and really we all have the same the same goal and that's just like to see dogs thrive to help people and dogs it's a better life like, for the dog dude have a, have a dog to have a better life that's like that's like my one of my mottos is like my mission is to help humans and dogs live better lives together period there that's it, is. it like however you want to take that or whatever that means like it's it can mean something different for everyone but help you and your dog live a better life together that's it because if they don't, all they do is end up in a rescue or a exactly. or something like that. Exactly. They get a puppy, it's, they love the puppy, the puppy turns a year old, the puppy's fucking crazy, so they just can't handle it anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. Everybody That's cool true. with a puppy, and then they turn into a two-year-old dog, and now it's like, oh, shoot, I can't handle this. But I remember when I got my first dog. This, I'll, I'll be quick. I got my first dog, and I'm like, <coughs> I don't even know how old I was, but I'm like, I told my mom. 
I forgot they fucking had to clean up them going to the bathroom. I'm like, dude, this is a lot more responsibility <laughs> than I thought. Like, the dog is shitting everywhere, and I got to clean it up. Like, yeah. I didn't anticipate those problems. Now you got to live in it. Right. And they shit everywhere. Right. Right. It's, it's, it is a lot more work than just fucking owning the dog and petting it. Definitely. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot more than just like... That makes sense. I'm just like... Oh, oh there might be another. No, there's a It's one. a lot more than just like petting our dog and having him sleep in bed with us and cuddling him and buying him. Going to PetSmart and buying them the best stuff. It's a huge. It's, 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 it's another being, you know. It's a it's, it's a it's a it's a it's a being that has a high high level of intellect, cognition, brain power. They got emotions, you know. And you know, we gotta take care of them. Sometimes, and I t- I, lately I've been telling people like, you know, if we think about the word love, sometimes the word sometimes love is doing what the other person or the dog needs and putting our own desires or our own needs at the time aside and doing what's best for them and sometimes that means like you know I, I talk about a lot of structure and sometimes people got to detach from their dogs for a moment and maybe not have them sleep with them for whatever reason uh, and just provide some more structure for them and detach a little bit and take some steps back and people are like they I tell them that and they're like can see it in their face like it's they're sad a little bit and it's like yeah you, you are because you've been putting your own wants and needs that feel good to you ahead of what your dog really needs your dog your dog does not need cuddles 24 7 like that i can't not. hear you say cuddles and we're talking about dog training yeah there you go there you go yeah <laughs> I'm, right. a, I'm a message i'm a message him. i know a dog trainer <laughs> right but I mean, I tell people like, yeah, our dogs, we want to share, we want to, I want, I want to create the situation where we share affection with our dog and most people don't share affection. We just are always giving it to them, you know, and there's a difference between like, our, we're giving affection to our dog and our dogs are taking it, but are we really sharing it, you know, like, or are we just putting it on there because we need it and it feels good to us and like, what does our dog really need? Affection is not a fundamental need of dogs. It's... Food, water, shelter, that's the basis. Socialization, exploration, high intensity exercise, that's the next level. Affection and other things come later on. That's the that's the cherry on the top. But normally people are given so much of that. I like I, I like just know. having a conversation with you in general and then but when you talk I think about how I am with my own dogs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's I don't know, that's it makes you think that's what I try to get people to do, just become aware like what we're doing believe me i snuggle with my dogs i cuddle with my dogs <laughs> but I, you know i do the body game i do the body game with my dogs i have fun with my dogs i love it's i love dogs i love my dogs and i also do everything else that they need so that i'm able to pour on that love and pour on that affection and be goofy with them and be silly with them but I also, when I tell them it's time to it's time to stop or it's time to work, it's time to do this, they're up for that too, and they're like, yes, thank you. It's not like they don't resist me on it, they don't fight me on it. I say get off the bed, they're off the bed. You know, they know I'm gonna follow through, and it's not that I'm mad. It's just I want you off the bed right now. If, I, if you're on the couch, get off the couch. I want to sit on the couch. We want to sit on the couch. So, you know, it's it's balanced. But I think most people, they're just not balanced with it. You know, they're way out of balance. It's not that you can't enjoy and do all those things with your dogs. I'm not taking that away. I don't take that away from people. It's just sometimes we got we're so far right 
I gotta bring people all the way back left, and then we can find somewhere happy in the middle. But if we're all the way right, and we're just like, okay, well, we're, we're all the way right, so let's just go left two notches. Uh, we're just going all the way right. We gotta go all the way left, and then start opening it up. I think I was told this once by, by somebody like, and I believe this. So balance. I love dogs. You love dogs. You love dogs, right? right. You love dogs. Why? One of the reasons that someone said this to me, like, one of the reasons you're good with dogs, is because you love dogs. But there's also a certain aspect of you, and this is, I don't know a better way to say this because it's always taken wrong. There's a part of you that hates dogs. There's a part of me that, and it's not a negative, it's a balance. And that's so I'm balanced so I can go into a situation and I know love for dog and I know hate for dog. I know the, the, the frustration, I know the, the pain that losing dogs comes with, I know all the negatives and I've experienced it and I've felt it and I've lived it so I can understand hating dogs. I can understand, I can see people that hate dogs. I can understand sometimes like I see a dog and I'm like, damn it, that's real. So I understand that, and I, so it's not just all love that I have for dogs. There's a certain, hel- I'll, I'll call it a healthy hate that allows me to be balanced and come in and be objective. And, it's true. You know, and because if all I do is just love dogs, I'm not balanced myself. <clears throat> you know? That's interesting. And, and it's not a negative thing. To me, it's, it's positive. I'm able to, to see all sides and all perspectives and be, come in and be very balanced. Because if I come in and I'm just like 100% love for dogs, Dog gonna be a tree. Yeah, I'm, I'm by definition 100% love. I'm out of balance. I'm all the way over here. I gotta have some kind of understanding for, for dislike of dogs, for hate of dogs. Like, you know, I don't know if I understand people who dislike dogs. Yeah. People that just don't dislike them. To me, that's there's there's a, to me that comes from fear, and maybe that's a little bit of it. I have. I'm afraid to lose dogs. My dogs are getting older right now. Yeah. Every day it goes by, there's a little bit of fear. That's the worst Because I, I know what's going to happen. today, actually. Because I know what's, because it's going to hurt. So that's some of where that hate comes from, where that pain comes from. You just hate to lose them. Yeah. Because part of, part of me having them in my life, I'm signing up for pain. Yeah, absolutely. I'm signing up for it. It's going to happen. And it's coming. And that, there's a little bit of, no one likes pain, and, and there's a little bit of hate there. To go How old's your oldest dog? Uh, 14. Wow. You know, so it's coming. So there's a little bit of like pain, like you're gonna leave me too soon. But that's what we sign up for. But I embrace that, and I, I do find joy in that, and I find uh, positivity with that. You know, so when people come in and they say that they lost their dog, I always ask, "How old was the dog?" They'll say 14, 15, 16. Yeah. I'll be like. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah. It's a long life for a dog. Hell yeah. Because lawyer, we almost lost him at eight months, and I was yeah. like, this is fucking bullshit. This yeah. is horrible. You know, yeah. this is on us. You know what I mean? Like, yep. yeah. Right for hard. Hard nine weeks when she broke her foot. Remy, fucking. Oh, Remy. Young. Well, one cute. of my one of our boys overheated in like a minute. Dang. <laughs> like literally, Dang. opened the Arcadia door, went outside, overheated, and died. Dang. <laughs> yeah. And that was tough. He was like. 
Are we ending this on a shitty note or what? Damn. Cut it out. No, I mean I'll edit, I'll edit stuff, but no, I, but yeah, it, but it happened. And also that that the little bit of hate because I've worked with a, I've worked thousands of dogs over the years, and, and the little bit of hate come from you work with a dog, you work for the dog, and then it makes a bad decision, and you're like it's like a child to make a bad decision. And you're like like my mom when I went down like. There was pain there. There was a little bit of frustration. Like, what did I do wrong? And so we take, I take that on. It's like, you motherfucker. Like, but then I internalize it too. Like, we, like, it's so good. Why'd you fuck up right now? You know? And so I'm like, I get frustrated and I'm like, son of a bitch. And I'm like, okay, we got more work to do. Yeah. You know? We got more work to do. Like, it, whatever happened with you, like, we got more work to do. We're going to move forward. Sometimes, though, it has happened where the dog is, is, is for whatever reason, it's just not mentally healthy and you gotta make that decision. And a young dog, you know, maybe a young dog got just wires aren't wired, not wired right, gone after people, has got severe bites, or maybe it's really hurt dogs. And you know what? You're a dog that's gonna have to be managed its whole life. That's not a life for a dog, you know, especially a dog that's got drive, like to just live in a kennel and not and be isolated. And and that sucks. And and there's it's painful for me and and, and there's a little bit of hate that goes with that, like like I really, I I can't, like, that, like I can't help you. Like, I agree with that. You know, like I can't help you, and 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 it's frustrating. You know, and so there, that's that's like the little that little bit of hate where I, I know, and I'm like, I can't help you. And it's not that I hate that dog; it's just that I I hate situation the situation. I hate I hate that there's dogs like that, and I, that they for whatever reason they're like that, and, and I question why, and I don't know why. You think it's you know? experience, like the dogs' experiences? I think. I think I've run into to a few dogs over the years, and it's, it's probably like one in, I say like one in a thousand, that this dog, like, he's he going to be fine with me, and I could have him in my house, and he's never going to bite me, and, it, and even in some cases, if he's with me, he's cool, but that's still a liability, you know, and so I think, like, it's one in, one in a thousand that there's dogs, just, that's who they are. Know, they're 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 truly a uh, just they're wired wrong. They're truly a fight animal, and they're they're a fight animal that's looking for that. You know, looking for conflict. And that's not that's not healthy. That's not typical. Uh, and then some of it is is nurture. Some of it is environmental. You know, they can't. So you can take a, a perfectly fine, genetically fine dog, healthy, and cause enough trauma that Isolation. at age that it, it changes it. Isolation, isolation, whatever it is. So, um, and there's, you know, so that's where some of that hate comes from. It's like you can't help them, you can't help them all, you know. And so you got to understand that. But yeah, but I come from I come from balance, you know. And I've learned I've learned to detach from dogs too, you know. And that's hard for people. That's hard for clients. Like if I tell a client like I don't want you touching your dog, talking to your dog no interaction for a week they're gonna look at me like like i just i just like <laughs> pulled their pants down in front of everybody <laughs> like what wait what well that's because that's super hard for people. super hard and, I, when, I and wouldn't the, be able to yeah do that. and the more resistant someone is to that the more it confirms that's exactly what they need they're unbalanced yes exactly they're very dependent on that connection on that relationship and until we till they can learn to disconnect from it they can't come into balance. You know? 
I'm probably like that with a couple of my dogs. Yeah, yeah it's like hard. Definitely like that with Lawyer. Lawyer and Vita, those are probably my two. Yeah. 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 But it's all things I, I I've gone through. I went through I went through two weeks detached from from my dogs like years and years ago. If you asked me to do it now, I could do it. It wouldn't. It's I would be hard. It would be hard. Do. Yeah, it would be hard. But I could do it. You know, I do it just like that. Yeah, I'm you super know. attached to lawyer now. <coughs> super yeah. Attached. Yeah. You know, and so it's. But sometimes, like like I said, people are so far right with their relationship, and things are so out of balance with the dog and the, and their relationship. I gotta bring it all the way back left, all the way, and then we can open it up. You know, and it works. It works every time. People follow it. We should do this again. Yeah. Oh <coughs> uh, yeah. We'll do it after the uh, after the fifth. Yeah. We'll talk about the show and. Yeah, we cool. can do that. That'd yeah. be cool. That'd be cool. Maybe we can schedule all. I had no idea what the fuck to expect. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, Adam comes in like, what are we doing? No, I, I just, this is it. Like, I'll edit, I'll do a little bit of editing, but really, it's not that much. Like, pretty much everything I put out there, like, YouTube, like, it's pretty raw. Like, because part of, a lot of feedback, like, like so when, when Caesar Milan, like, Dog Whisperer first came out, like, he would be working with the dog like introduce the dog and it's it's all aggressive and then by the end of the one hour show like there's maybe three different dogs he's doing and they're it's it's beautiful and people are like they see a few things he's doing and there's no like it's just magic there's, right? no there's, no no there's no why there's no explanation there's no like real-time process it's and so like when i started on on this journey like i always i want to keep things raw like I don't want a whole lot of editing. Like, it's fucking education. Yeah. See what? See how long some things really take. See how hard it really is sometimes. See how much patience you really got to have. And if you don't have that patience, call me. It's probably you know? shows like that in the mis- that leads people to have the misconception that, oh, yeah, having a dog is easy to train. <coughs> yes. And then they hear, yeah. how much does it cost? That's how much cost. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck? 100%. It's, yeah, because we're seeing on we're seeing on this one-hour show, well, he did this and this, and, and you know, oh, that might... Talk to a plane. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, in an hour, it went from trying to chew his face off to now he's, you know, eating out of his hand, and they're best friends, and he's snuggling with it. Oh. Well, see, and that's just, like, people on social media where they post, you yeah. know, all the, all the good stuff yeah. that goes on with breeding, showing dog stuff like yeah. that. But then... If you look behind the scenes, like he talk, right. me and him talk about it all the time, he got poop on his shoes, that yeah, running down his yeah. leg from cleaning up puppies. And he's like doing an AI on one of them, <laughs> pulling camo. She's got sandals, it's all over her feet. Right, yeah. Yeah. for sure. <laughs> no you know, yeah. that. And that's the stuff that people should really be watching yes. and seeing and hearing about, rather than all the stuff that only happens when you're at a show and your dog being good. Or, yeah, but that leads to a lot of the stuff. Like you know, we're going on an 18-hour drive. They're only gonna see us get there. Right. They don't know every. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> they don't, they don't yeah. know we showed at a love's truck stop nine hours into the drive. <laughs> right. For sure. They're gonna have to. Listen. Yeah. So well, that, that's just like our trip to Allentown, six day round trip. Like yeah. they didn't, they didn't see us sleeping, taking turns rotating in the back seat, sleeping. I'm not gonna do a raw video of us in the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> We're no. gonna set up a camera. No, no, you're, you're, watching you're the, right. Like, watching the I've had people like, oh, you train dogs, that's so cool, and oh, you work with dogs, that's so cool. I'm like. Uh, or people are interested in doing it and and over the years I've had people that, that are interested in doing it and like maybe they've come and shadow me or work me or whatever and 
you know, and when I was in Montana, I was working up there, working with dogs, daycare dogs, 40, 50, 60 dogs in a quarter acre yard. Like, it's picking up shit. Like, it's stepping in shit, it's picking up shit, it's dog, getting dogs slobbered on you. Like, dude, that's that's 90% of it. Like, it's, it's it, so, yeah, it's cool working dogs, but it's work, and it's hard work, you know? Like, that's all the behind-the-scenes stuff, and the reward is, yeah, I mean, people see me out with my dogs, and they're like, oh, he's so well-behaved. Yeah. That's the reward. Yeah, but I, but that's it's taking a long time to get there. It's taking a while to get there, you know? We've had, a, we've had ups and downs and, and all these things, and... And yeah, yeah, he's well behaved now, but he's a dick at home sometimes. You know, like you don't see that. Are your dogs better out and about than they are at home? Can I get your login for the register? Yeah. Uh, what would you say? Are they better? Are they better out and about or at home? It depends on the one. <clears throat> depends on the dog. I, I, I would tend to say they're probably better out and about. They're I think probably they're just because like that's where a lot of the focus is. Is I want them to be well behaved when we're out, and so and they know like we're out together and they're they're polite and they're well behaved i'd say for the most part they're probably better out my dogs are dicks at home <laughs> some of mine are too like like my boy like i mean i'd say for the most part they're all they all have their own like just like it's why you, like why are you being a dick right now like <laughs> get off the freaking couch they woof, bark at me like the fucker what are you doing why are you barking at me you know or like we're trying to, hey, everyone go get in your casas. That's what I call candles. Go get in your casas and like one of them just take off back to the bedroom. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, like you ain't sliding like that. <laughs> like, you ain't, just because you ran back there, I know where you went. Like, I'm going to come get you. You know, so. Yeah, that was their dog when I had it. Like, go to your kennels. Everybody goes to the kennels. Streets. Straight to the room. Yeah. 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 She just cut it. She's a Vita, dude. <laughs> I never used to like crates. Yeah. I never, and then Amy actually is the one that's like, they've got, and I like crates. They, they yeah. work, they're functional. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big, big advocate for, for crates, kennels, casas. It gives them their space. I feed in the casas. It's they a den animal. Sleep. They're, they're meant to be. They are. They're a den animal. Yeah. They have their space. And I, I tell people sometimes, like, uh, I say this to them, like, when they're resistant to, to a casa, I'm like, how many bedrooms you got in your house? They're like, oh, we got four bedrooms. Okay, you get a casa for your dog, now you got five bedrooms. Your dog needs its own room. Like, you have your own room, or do you sleep in a different spot in the house every night? No, we sleep in our bed every night. Right. Your dog need, your dog just wander around, like, he sleep wherever he want all night. Like, that's unsettling. That's not, that's not comfort. That's too much choices. Like, this is where you sleep. Take that out. Like that's one less stressful thing a dog got to think about. And we think like, well, he just sleep wherever he want. No, trust me from experience. Like this is where you sleep. This is the time you go to sleep. This is when we eat. This is where you eat. It takes stress away from the dog, so they can just be a dog. Too much choices for a dog is is too much to handle. You know, like like I talk about prison. Like when I was away, like this is when we eat. This is when you go to bed. This is when the door opens in the morning. Like. That's it. You don't have to think. They function on schedule. Yeah. Structure. Yeah. Structure. Prison's all about structure. I, I, before I went away, I, had, I was on... <laughs> uh, listen, I was on, I was on three, three heartburn medicines a day, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. You ate processed. I was, I was sleeping. Yeah. I, no. <laughs> I, was sleep, I was sleep like two, three hours a night. When I went away, I didn't have heartburn. My blood pressure came down. Cholesterol went down. Uh, and I slept seven, eight hours every night. I was in prison, just about having that structure. Structure, it's relaxing. 
I was like, you mean I just got to, I can just read books and sleep and watch football on Saturday and Sunday and work out? Yeah. Okay, cool. And you tell me when I got to go in my cell and you tell me when I got to come out of my cell and lunch is at this time and breakfast and lunch and dinner is at this time. And this is when we go out to the yard. That's life. Like, I was relaxed. That's, that's structure. And so I could just breathe. I've never felt more free in my life. But I tell people, like, structure with their dogs. They're like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. No, I've lived it firsthand. I'll tell you firsthand. It, structure is, it, structure is freedom. Yeah. Structure is freedom. You can't have freedom without structure. I'll argue that with anybody. Can't have freedom without structure. It's another shirt. Edwin over here, like, I'm gonna write this shirt. We're gonna have this shirt. <laughs> but no, but like, and, and everybody wants, wants I, people that don't have their dogs in kennels, and they, they, they automatically like, oh my god. Even after the first few days, they're like, the house, it's so much more calm in the house, and like, yeah. they have their place, and they're, they're surprised, like, they just go in there on their own now. I'm like, yeah. They want to be left alone. They, they, they want every animal. We all need our own space. So let me know? ask you this. So yeah. I have a kennel. Mm-hmm. My female doesn't get kenneled. She mm-hmm. has her bed, and that's like that's her safe zone. Yeah. So the kennel, I only put up when we have to leave for a long period of time and leave him home. Mm-hmm. He has his, he has two beds in my room, one on either side of the bed. He normally sleeps Choices. on there or at the foot <laughs> of our bed. Kennel, he's perfectly fine with going into his kennel. He's perfectly fine with sleeping in the room. Is that a bad thing to have him with a bed in the room? And it's, should he be kenneled? It's, I keep his kennel up. Yeah, it, I'd keep it first. Yeah, I'd keep his kennel up. That's a good point. I mean, it's not it's not a bad or good thing. I'll tell you this: that the more structure he has, as far as like, listen, our dogs will rotate. Sometimes sleep with us. Sometimes they sleep on a bed on the floor in the bedroom. Sometimes they're out of the bedroom. They're out probably sleeping on the couch like three of them usually like my two old girls and my boy um <clears throat> but sometimes they're in their kennels if they go in their kennel they're not protesting for the most part at night the more structure he has just overall the the more attentive the calmer he's going to be the less you're going to take the take whatever little bit of stress or a lot of bit of stress he has it's going to come down a little bit like just giving him that direction like this is where you sleep because like he doesn't he doesn't run the house at night yeah, that's our, door, our door's closed, yeah. so he knows when I tell him it's bedtime, he goes in, he normally curls up on the floor at the foot of the bed. Right. I do keep my house cold, so in the middle of the night, he will come up right in between me and my wife. And right. in between <clears throat> Which Mainly for warmth. Yeah, yeah. yes and no for warmth. He's, it's pattern, and he's used to it, and it's, yeah. it's closeness, too. So, like, I mean, I would suggest having him in a kennel, especially, like, if he's only going in there when you guys are gone, like you are, you're kind of setting a stage for him to become be resist, become resistant to it because you're you're putting. He knows you're going to be gone a long time, yeah. right? And so if he only goes in there when you're gone a long time, he's going to start. He recognizes that pattern, and he could you could develop some resistance around that kennel where he's like, "Nah, I'm not doing it this time," or he busts, you know. I have five kennels that just. Yeah, but you have yeah. a tile. I have carpet. <laughs> put a mat. Different. Put a put a, yeah, put a mat down. Yeah. No, I I normally set it up because it's one of the big. It's the one that you get. The big ass one. Yeah, that goes in my dining. Oh, he's dang. talking about a five <coughs> by ten big. foot kennel. Oh, that's dang. Crazy. <coughs> man, that get, one. Yeah, he's man. too big for any other kennel. We have a kennel right there. Uh, that's too big. Or he's too big for that. A his, his back t- 
clutches the pop up. Nah, 48 inch candle. Like, I, put, I, put, I, put, I put great Danes and 48 inch candles, and they're yeah, fine. fine. He has, like, he's, he's fine. I put, great, I put a great Dane, great Dane, 48 inch kennel yeah, on the park. He ain't supposed to be running laps in there. Kennel is a place where you relax. Like you ain't spinning laps in there and, and doing somersaults. Like you in there to relax. Like that's, this is what. See, because the, the last time that, and it wasn't that long ago, I put him in one of the, I put him in a kennel because I have two of them. Yeah. And he chewed through the bottom, ripped up the wires and tore through <laughs> the carpet. Dang. He was only <clears throat> he was only a year at the time, and I had only had him since he was seven and a half months, so he didn't really have very much training. But yeah. he tore a good three foot of carpet all the way down to the concrete. Dang. So now you need time. Yeah, I mean you got to condition him <laughs> to the kennel. So did you stop putting him in the kennel after that? No, I just moved the kennel off of the carpet. Gotcha. Um, same room, just off of the carpet. Yeah. So and it's more it's more about teaching him what what the expectations around the kennel are, how you expect them to be. So like this dog today that I had, like when I'm gonna kennel condition the dog, like I'm gonna have it on leash, I'm gonna walk up to the kennel and we're gonna stand there. The dog's either gonna go in, is gonna stay standing there and maybe sit down or look at me or it's gonna put on the brakes and try to get away. Either way, we coming back and forth until it gets curious and goes in the kennel on its own. I'm not, I don't force dogs to do anything. I don't make dogs do anything. I absolutely have the ability to because I'm 10 foot tall and 300 pounds. I pretty much make muscle. any dog muscle. muscle. I can pretty much make a dog. I can make a dog. I can make a dog do anything. Pure muscle. <laughs> but that's not. But now I'm forcing it in. I'm forcing it in a cell and locking the door. Like one of my favorite you know, things is when I'm like, "Where's you know, where's Vito or Camel?" And they will just go into their kennel and lay down. Yeah, they just and they don't shut the door, yeah. nothing like that. Ours will because do they're comfortable with it. That's what yeah, they're that's their spot. So I, I try to, I just, I'll have them go in, and once they go in, I'll, I'll ask them to come out. Like I'm not closing that door on you. Like come out, and then I'm gonna go in and out until, until I ask them to go in, and we going in and out, and they just go in, and they turn around and they sit down. Like because what I'm having, what I'm doing is setting a pattern that. I'm having you go in here and then I'm bringing you out and then I'm asking you to go in until they decide like, you know what, you keep asking me to go in here, so maybe I'm just going to stay in here because you, you, you take me out and put me back in here. So maybe I'll, I'll, what happens is they just get ahead of my pattern and they just, okay, I'm just going to stay in here and they'll sit down on their own like, cool. And I'll have them come out again until they lay down. Now I'll close the gate and they, now they're, they're going to be, they might be like, there, look at it, look at it, and now I'll open the gate up and we'll come out again. So I incrementally just, I'm letting them make the choice. I mean, it's always better if you make it, <clears throat> they make their own choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I gotta throw them in the kennel and close the gate, and then I walk away and hope for the best, but they're like, I mean, they're gonna be pissed, like rightfully so. Like, I didn't, I didn't teach them about it. They just went in there, I threw them in there, they were already tense and nervous, and then like, and then I leave, what the hell? Like, of course they're gonna try to get out most dogs, you know? Like, put handcuffs on me, throw me in a cell and close the door, like, I'm gonna be upset, <laughs> you know? Like, Dude, this kind of shit, I like it. You know? Yeah. You learn. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll definitely do this again, that's fun. I should talk about it all day. Yeah, we should do this again. Can I get a picture? Can you take a picture? <laughs> 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 oh, oh, man.
Should we do it in front of the wall? We should do it in front <laughs> of the, like, nice yeah, background. probably like a nice background. Do the nice background. <laughs> Okay, everyone, thank you for listening to the conversation with the fellas from the Pitbull store. Uh, we're going to do this once a month, uh, different topics. So, and I'm also going to start doing uh, more podcasts, just me talking about, talking about things, talking about my life, dogs, how I see things, my philosophy, all of that. So if uh, anyone out there listening has ideas or wants to hear hear my thoughts on something, reach out, email. It's info at synergyk9.com. Hit me up. Let us know. Thank you for listening. Please like, share, help spread the word a little bit. I appreciate you. Thanks for the love. Thanks for listening.